Hey, how's it going? This is, uh, you're listening to the Good Listeners Podcast, episode three, season two, baby. Um, it's, uh, 1021 p.m., uh, the 17th, November 17th, that's a Wednesday, 1021 p.m., uh, just got finished recording the newest podcast you're about to hear. It's, uh, with a very important guy to me. He, uh, <laughs> he's my father. His name is Ryan Rocks. Um, we talked about, um, a lot of great stuff, mostly music, because that's, that's what this podcast is about. But, uh, very interesting. A lot of what he liked as a kid, how he's matured musically. Um, his senior quote was a Billy Joel lyric. And uh, very good. I think he has some great insights that were very interesting. So um, strap up. Strap up your Nikes. Fucking let's go, dude. Okay. I'm already recording. Oh. I'll just cut it off in the beginning. You can do that? I'm a tech genius. <laughs> okay. So the other thing is, the other thing is, I'm not going to introduce you or anything. I'm going to record that afterwards. Oh, okay. So you're introduced. Yep. Hey, Dad, what's going on? You feeling good today? I am. Thank you. Okay. Did you, I like to start off, have you seen a good movie lately or? No, I haven't. Anything good on TV? I really want to see a good movie, but I haven't. Um, did you see Un- Uncut Gems? Adam I saw some of it. I just rewatched it. Yeah. Not as not as crazy on the second the second on, on the second watch I realized that most of the movie sucks. Isn't as good as I remembered it. Okay. But I think because when you watch it for the first time you don't know how it's gonna end up. Okay. But the last fifteen minutes of the movie is like the scariest thing you've ever seen in yeah. your life. Yeah. Where you're not gonna watch it, so I'm gonna spoil it. I think I saw the end. Where he's... He finally has the money to pay the gangsters. Mm -hmm. He hands the money out the window to his girlfriend to go place a bet. Yeah. And they're watching... The gangsters are locked up. They're watching the game. They win. And the gangsters are like... The main guy is like, Okay, that was... You kind of... That's disrespectful, but at least I made up back a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And then... The other guy decides, one of the gangsters decides, I'm the boss now, and kills him. Hmm. And it's just the most insane, like, you never see it coming. <laughs> okay, so today, though, we're here to talk about music. Yeah. And I've got a, uh, 11 questions, and then we're going to play a game. Okay. So I want to know, um, <clears throat> I find that um, your taste of music starts when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you don't get to choose what you listen to. So what did your folks listen to? Did they listen to music a lot? No, not at all. Um, I don't remember music being played in the house. Maybe it was, but I don't recall it being played in the house. What do you think about um, listening to radio in the, the radio in the car? Huh. I mean, I think we might have listened to like the um, the soft rock or easy listening station, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my memory is it seemed like you know, wherever you'd go, a lot of times there'd be that kind of soft rock or easy listening or, you know, kind of dentist office yeah. music playing around, yeah. Um, you like to listen to that nowadays. Uh, yeah, probably because it's from my childhood. So sometimes, very, very rarely, yeah, I will, um, like, pull up a playlist like that oh. and listen to those songs, yeah. Do you have, is there an artist that's, that's, that does that that you would um, oh an artist that does that um, oh let me think um, <laughs> I can't think of one right now no no well no. luckily you can go on Apple Music or whatever Spotify that's right and look up Soft Rock Eagle listening yes. yes Yacht Rock it's called now Yacht Rock Yacht Rock yes yeah. Yeah. sounds fun <laughs> okay do you remember buying your first album I don't. <clears throat> I don't. 
Um, <clears throat> I remember being, I don't know how old I was, maybe nine or something, and lying in bed, and I had this little New York Yankees radio. It was a, a giveaway at from the stadium. Mm -hmm. A little circle, your circular radio that with a little clip that would go around your ear. And I don't know if it was AM only or AM FM, but I remember one night um, turning that on. I, I loved this little radio. And um, some station played Billy Joel's 52nd Street. They pl played the whole album. Whoa. Yeah. I and, can't imagine that happening. No, I know. And... Um, it just blew me away. I just loved yeah. it. That that's to me my first memory of really liking music, and <clears throat> I mean it's on a a little. It wasn't even stereo, right? It's a it little little tiny radio on one of my ears, but that's how much I loved it. That it it really had an impact on me, and um, what I recall was music I had listened to before, it all seemed like it, the, the lyrics, this had specific lyrics, okay? So instead of, uh, you know, Wings of Love or things mm -hmm. like, lyrics like that. Um, Platitudes and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was, obviously not all music was like that, but to me, no music, this, like, um, this had, had lyrics like... Um, 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 Mr. Cacciatore's down on Sullivan Street across from the medical center. That's yeah. the lyric from, from Moving Out, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like, who says medical center in a song, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I think that was one part of it that I really liked. And then also just lying in my bedroom, like, you know, it kind of... It, I, it, to me, that's what the adult world was like. It took me to like a smoky nightclub yeah. or something, you know? Um, that's the main thing I would say about Billy Joel is he creates a little world for you yeah. in his music, and it's very fun. It seems awesome. Yeah. So when I would lie in my bed and, you know, with my window open and hear like a motorcycle, you know, in the distance or something, to me, this was like letting me in kind of on that adult world of yeah. what was going on in the nighttime. Um <clears throat> So I, I just remember loving that. And yeah, and then um, he, Billy Joel was from Long Island. Right. Here I was in Connecticut, a suburb. And um, so maybe that too, that connection, I just, re I just really related to it. Yeah. Really related to the music. Did you ever find a time when you got older and you started to experience the world that the... What what music did music make you expect something that was different from the real world? Yeah, I think those earlier songs that I would I would listen to those you know love songs and everything, mm -hmm. it was just very um, yeah probably not healthy for your psyche to listen to because it's just kind of um, not the way the world really works you know yeah. like I I noticed that recently that. Um, 90% of love songs are about how you make me feel. They're all mm. about me. Mm. Now, of course, that's not true of all love songs, but most of them, I def go listen to love songs and take, okay. try to count the amount of times that, the amount of times selflessness on the artist's part is mentioned. Okay. Not very often. It's all about how you make me feel. And I deserve you kind of, you oh, know, okay. we, I don't know. Interesting. And then the idealized version of things in love yes. songs is another aspect. Yes, that's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm more referring to, is that idealized um, thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember being young? So, my favorite thing about music is listening to music with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, I remember uh, Hollywood is Bleeding by Post Malone came out. Uh, it came out at midnight, you know, whatever day, on Spotify. And Mary and I stayed up to listen to it together. 
just the two of us, and we stayed up to hear it for the first time. That's a really great memory. Do you remember, mm. do you have any memories of what kind of music you would listen to with friends as opposed to music you listen to alone? <clears throat> I think it was pretty much the same music. Yeah. Um, I don't remember listening with friends a lot. I think probably if we were, like driving in a car would be when we would listen to music together. Mm -hmm. Maybe driving around just to listen to, you know, uh, a tape or something. Mm -hmm. um, but um, back to your last question, I mean, I'm, I remember buying tapes, like we, we had a store called uh, Bradley's, mm -hmm. and I remember buying, buying tapes there. And um, I don't remember what, what was my first, but um, they, I guess it was probably Billy Joel. Yeah. And then that lasted, like, I remember, like, I remember buying, um, oh, what was his newest one? River of Dreams, I think it was yeah. called. That was 2001. No, that was, I think that was the year I graduated. I think that was 1993. So, um, I, I remember... Now I feel stupid. I remember buying that. Um, so, I really... You're liked, right, 1993. I really liked him, like, for a long time. Even so much that my dentist found out that I liked him. And my dentist gave me this cassette tape with, like his previous bands he was in a band called Attila really? he was in a band called The Hassles and um, my dentist gave me a tape with like I remember a song called Amplifier Fire um, Hotel St. George anyways it was stuff that you would not expect of Billy Joel huh. it was kind of um, hard rock or psychedelic or something it was kind Whoa. of yeah kind of kind of crazy um, but um, yeah I just remember appreciating that, that my, my dentist, cool. I mean, kind of wonder, like, what other tapes does my dentist have? You know, because it wasn't, it was like a recorded onto a blank cassette. I don't know right. where I got it from, but um, anyways, but yeah, so first music, it was like, okay, it was Billy Joel, obviously, right? And then um, <clears throat> um, I liked um, Phil Collins mm -hmm. and Genesis. And I never really liked what was of the time. I was always kind of going back, so I was into classic rock. Mm -hmm. So um, I was always, it, it was um, really kind of fun, like going back and discovering all those old bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and back then, obviously, um, you had to, like before the internet, Right, it was like cassette tapes and the radio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Hmm. Yeah, I, I. Can you imagine how much more fun it is for me now that there's more music for me to discover retroactively? Yeah. I have more music to redis to dis discover than you do. That's true, but it's almost too much. I think, yeah. I think. Um, Are you think you're saying that because there's a point we're very similar in music, but there's a point where we diverge pretty drastically oh, in that's music the, taste? No, that's not why I'm saying it. Oh. I'm kind of thinking of that show we were watching where it talked about you've got too many choices, people get yeah. unhappy with it, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like... Um, Generally, the cream rises to the top, and I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, I, I couldn't see how it could be any better than, than the experience I had, yeah. but of course, other people, I'm sure, my dad's generation probably thinks of it the same way, right. too. So, Well, my experience of it is that I generally, once a year, I start listening to three new things, and I wear it out all year, okay. and then next year, I find one new thing, and one of the three things drops. So now I've got two old things and one new thing, and I'm learning a new album that I like and mm -hmm. listen. To, and it just I can do that forever. I'm never gonna stop doing that. I've noticed that about you. You you kind of study it, like you say, okay, I want to learn. I I've heard good things. Somebody likes this genre or something, right. and you really get into it and try to not just be surfacey, but get kind of really get deep into it. Yeah. And um and then you move on. Then you say, you say 
generally seems like, okay, well, I've done that. I don't need to listen to it anymore. Yeah. I'm going to move on to the next thing. Well, um, great. Ex- I think a great example is um, hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I said this recently. Oh, yeah. I get it. I right. know what it's about. I know right. all the different kinds of hip-hop. There's going to be a new one soon, new kind of hip-hop soon that I'll find. Yeah. But at, up to this, we've got trap, and we've got gangster rap, and we've got R&B. I understand them all. I like, there's, I have a hip-hop playlist that I listen to every once in a while, but I finished finding the new stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, same thing with punk rock. I, there's like three punk rock songs that I listen to nowadays, and the rest, I heard, yeah. you know, yeah. I get it. And, but, but, might make you think that I gave up. No, I listened to it for years and years. Feels like years, probably three years. Mm. Only punk rock. And so what now what I'm getting into, I I like um metal. And I like what else do I like nowadays? I like metal, I like a lot of indie music. Yeah. I don't like the word indie though. I mean like softer, kinda of more angsty stuff, but Okay. Yeah. Um so I asked Grandpa the same question. He grew up in the fifties when rock and roll was new and I said do you remember being, people being upset about rock and roll he said no <clears throat> hmm. um, you grew up when metal is happening mm-hmm. do you remember people being upset about that um, <clears throat> yeah I remember people being upset about um, the satanic uh, apparent satanic influence of um, some metal music mm-hmm. I remember people being upset about Marilyn Manson um, Eminem, I remember, like, Al Gore and Tipper well, Gore. Yeah, it's mostly his wife, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can't imagine a Democrat doing that today. No. It's so crazy. Um, well, they're doing it in a different way now. Now they're doing it with... They don't want... Uh, <laughs> I just saw a story. Someone uh, got their kid taken away because they were Nazis. Now, they are really Nazis. Yeah. They wear Nazi stuff. But they got their kid taken away because of it. I guess you're right. right. I guess you're right. So so they're doing the same thing yeah. in a different way. Yeah, and then the the warning like they wanted to put warning labels on the the CDs or the the cassettes, right. and now they want to put warning labels on your comment on Instagram right. or something. Right. <laughs> so I guess you're right. I never. I take it back. They're still yeah. doing it. Um. Yeah. Do you remember um, having an opinion about it at the time? <laughs> Has your opinion changed? Um, or you did not really care because you weren't I, really into that kind of music, anyways. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I cared. I don't know if I was in a libertarian stage or what. I I don't really recall. But yeah, I always liked listening to more um, positive music. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's probably a smart um, thing. Even in the you know the nineties, like, you know, so. <clears throat> I, I remember just really loving music in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't listen to uh, Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I liked that kind of... I liked the 90s music. I mean, I liked, I liked Counting Crows um, live. Um, other bands that I can't think of. Uh, who are the other bands? Anyways, I didn't listen to... I listened to kind of the softer edge of stuff. Like I didn't listen to Soundgarden or, yeah, um, you know, some of the harder bands. But yeah, I guess my experience with the negative, the negative side of music, is when I'm feeling really negative, it helps to f- see. Oh, everyone's feeling like this, and it's not really that big of a deal. Yes. You know, I don't have to kill myself over this because that guy turned it into great art. And, you know... That's the kind... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with, like, a, a sad song or something like that. Um, or negativity. Um, but um, the the stuff that kind of, um, you know, death metal or, or things like that, you know. Mm. Yeah, death metal. I don't... I've never listened to death metal. on it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see... Okay, um, a lot of music's really political, or you know, people's philosophies come out in music kind of very apparently. Mm. That, I don't know if I put that right, but um, 
do you, can you think of any music that you like, but every time you hear the lyrics, you go, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make any, I, I totally disagree with this. Yeah. I'm pretty good at separating it. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't have a problem enjoying art from people I disagree with. If mm-hmm. I did, I probably wouldn't be able to enjoy anything. Right. Um, like, I like Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, his... He's doing a podcast with Obama. Is he? Yeah. Oh, man. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Man. Um, and then, it's funny, I was, I was listening to, um, I was listening to Rage Against the Machine, I think yesterday. They, they just came up on a playlist that I was, yeah. I was listening, listening to. Um, Renegades of Funk, I think it was. Oh, yeah. That's a, a good one. Um, and I was just kind of laughing to myself, yeah. because I'm like, I, I believe these guys were like, wanted people to be vaccinated to attend their concert or something right. or wear a mask recently or something. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, right. funny to me thinking about that, you know. What happened to F you, I won't do what you tell me? <laughs> they said it a hundred times in one song, screamed it, yeah. and now you're going to do what they tell you and make other people do what, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But people people can grow up and change, but you just kind of have to admit it, right? Like, yeah. Um, 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 I, I was talking to mom about this the other day, but um, I'm just a girl who sang that in the 90s. When Gwen Stefani, right? I'm just a girl in the world. And then she became like a cover girl or something, or a mm-hmm. Revlon spokeswoman or something. So she, she matured, she changed, and her feelings changed, and, and she grew up, and that's fine. But um, she doesn't now pretend to still be um, fighting the patriarchy or whatever yeah. she was. So, um, and I don't know if, um, what was the band we were just talking about? Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. If they st- are still pretending that. Maybe well, you think they would because of their name, but maybe not. They haven't come out with much new music that's popular, so I'm guessing that they're... But they were performing. They were performing it. That's, right? well, what I mean is I'm guessing yeah. they're still playing yeah. those old songs, and yeah. they're probably playing, they might be playing some of the songs that they wrote with Public Enemy. Okay. Just by themselves. Okay. Which, yeah, even those songs, they're about race relations, mostly. Okay. But they're still very anti-establishment. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like... It, I would be... I would feel much better if the guy with the dreads came out and did a press conference and said, I'm no longer anti-establishment. <laughs> I think that... You know, you don't have to say anything crazy. You'd just be like, I think that maybe some things we should put into experts' hands and let them tell yes. us what to do. <clears throat> Listen to the science. We can yeah. have an argument yeah. about that. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not an indefensible position. I disagree right. with you, but... Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I find that right. um, I, I, I do really like hip-hop, and, of course, those are all about racist cops and race, so I'm singing along with it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm refuting their argument, which is the weakest <laughs> argument. It's like... You thought Ibram X. Kennedy's arguments were weak? We're talking about rappers now, so it's even worse. Right. I'm wasting my time saying, you know, well, <laughs> stupid, they're not, you know, right. just a song. Right. But I still like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and it is interesting when you, when you, I've seen, you know, I, an artist, like, kind of turn on a dime, and it's like, then you kind of realize, oh, I see. There's people who want to make money involved in mm-hmm. this, and then they're putting out what they think can make money, which obviously we should know. Right. But sometimes you just get reminded reminded of it when you see someone transform, because um, what's popular has changed, and they want to follow what's popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. you're right. Um, one more thing on the Rage Against the Machine thing: they're not really punk rock, but um, punk rockers are not much different from the hippies. They do want social programs and things. So even with punk rock, it's the hypocrisy is kind of baked in. Okay. Where, you know, I hate the, the establishment, I hate the government, but also I want social programs. I want to give more money to the government. Hmm. You know, hmm. I remember people saying that about Antifa, people saying like, they call themselves anarchist socialists. That doesn't make any sense. And you go, well, it does when you realize this has always been a thing. That doesn't make sense. You Say know? that again? I missed that. Sorry. Say it it's always, that's not a new idea. It's punk rock. Okay. Poli- the politics of punk rock is, 
I'm anti-establishment, which I think <laughs> mainly means anti-religion, yes, but also anti-government. Yeah. Uh, and when they say anti-religion, they mostly mean anti-Christian. Right. You don't hear a lot of Muslim protest songs, protest songs against Muslims. Right. Um, but they do talk about anti-government, they call out specific politicians, mm-hmm. but they, at the same time they want socialism. Yeah. Not socialism, democratic socialism, I guess you would call it. Okay. You know, where you want all these government programs. But that's just giving more money and power to the government. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that's the same thing Antifa wants. And people were upset saying, that doesn't make sense. You go, well, you haven't been paying attention, dude. <laughs> that's kind of the way things have been. You know. Do you remember um, the best concert you've ever seen? Um, yes. It was the John Mayer Trio at the Orlando House of Blues. And <clears throat> I was like 10 feet from the stage. Whoa. And, um, but I didn't stay there very long because mom wanted to be further back. Oh. Yeah, because she wasn't really feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I ended up going further back and doing the right thing. Okay. But, um, yeah, that was great. Just a small venue. Um, and maybe because it was the John Mayer trio, that's how I was able to, you know, line up in time to, maybe it was less, less Less people wanting to go see. So it's just John Mayer, a a bass player and a drummer. Right. And it it was great. Only the real John Mayer fans like it. Yes. It's not like... That's right. Uh, all the girls are going to see John Mayer. That's yeah. right. Although he did, he did play some of his typical, yeah. you know, John Mayer songs. songs. Yeah. Do you notice um, Room for Squares, looking back on it to me, is I don't like it very much. No. It's so much different than, his, than even heavier things. So much really? different. It's poppier. The lyrics are less complicated. Uh, most of the, hmm. they're less they're less deep hmm. and then you come all the way to Paradise Valley mm-hmm. and it's even more different yeah it's so much more mature it seems like he matures with every album hmm. I don't know I, I really like <clears throat> the writing on um, uh, what was the album you said? Room for Squares Room for Squares okay I'm thinking Insight Wants Out for some reason okay Room for Squares um yeah, um, Heavier Things is my favorite mm-hmm. of his albums, and I don't see how you get better than that than that one. But um, I I partial to Born and I'm partial to the new stuff. I, that's probably my I really like Born and Raised. Yeah, Born and Raised. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, this is something I'm curious about. Um, when I was a kid, I went in your closet, and I got. This giant CD book. Mm-hmm. I just raided it. Mm-hmm. Put it all in my CD book. Mm-hmm. And I notice it, it's music that mom likes, music dad likes. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have CDs before you met and you mixed them? <laughs> so um, that, was that a thing that happened? Like, oh, we're moving in together. We better mix our CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, we mixed our, I think we mixed our CDs. Because why keep two CDs? Right. You know, you only need one. Right. So, um, unless you're going to be driving separate cars that each have CD players, but we never had that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, um... That feels very romantic to me. That seems like the real (laughs) turning point when you mix your CDs. Well, if you break up, it's going to be a nightmare (laughs) to get your CDs up back. That's true. I might, you know... Well, yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like, number one, most life-changing, having a kid. Number two, mixing your CDs. <laughs> really, I mean, that's where we're at. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and, and she likes to think that... <clears throat> that um, so yeah, I was listening to Counting Crows at that time. Mm-hmm. And I said, Anna... You've got to listen to this. <laughs> and of course she had heard Mr. Jones years ago. Everyone earlier, had. Right? 
but um, she likes, and then and then she listened, and um, and she loved it, and she yeah. likes to pretend now that oh yeah, she had been right along listening <laughs> to Counting Crows, but she had not. I in not college, true. maybe technically she was listening because she heard the song. Right. I in college had a friend who had a great speaker system, mm-hmm. and he played Counting Crows. And that's where I was reminded about them mm-hmm. and started listening to them. And um, he also played George Michael, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. sounded great on these awesome speakers. Oh, yeah. And um, Chardet, which also sounded great. Who's Chardet again? Um, Smooth Operator is one of her probably most famous songs. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. That's okay. Um, um, Sweetest Taboo. Oh. Sounds kind of gay. I had it got scratched and it got lost. What did? It got scratched, the CD I'm about to tell you about, and it got lost. Flying Demos. Yes. Do you remember where you got that? Um, I think I got it at some record store. Now we've been, uh, Mom and I, we both have Google Alerts for it. Really? We're trying to track it down. Huh. Been a couple years. Haven't been able to find wow, it. Wow, that's so crazy. So we don't have it anymore. Yeah, late huh. twenty nineteen, went missing, got scratched, huh. something like that. Yeah, maybe it was just something somebody made and said flying demo. No, 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 no. No, wait. No, you can find articles. It was D- David Geffen Company, right? Was that no? No, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. I, I had know about a, I all had that. A, I had a David Geffen Company mix of really good stuff. I wonder if I still have that one. But anyways... No, it's a real album. Okay. It's a demo album. Maybe it was from another country or something. Like, why can't we find it? No, what I mean is, um, I, you can listen to it on YouTube. Oh, okay. The You can find the album art. Okay. You can... All this stuff. Yeah. But we can't buy the CD, and that's what we really want. Huh. We want to buy the CD. Weird. Um, seems like it could be... I would be valuable eventually. If not many, I mean, apparently not many were made because right. we can't find it. I would think it's not on eBay. That's weird. Right. Weird, yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Uh, okay, I, I, I asked this, this same question to Grandpa. Hmm. Do you remember first time you heard something and said, I don't get this. I, I must be old. I don't hmm. understand this. Oh, let me think. Huh. Um. Hmm. I don't mean like this isn't my taste. I yeah. mean like, what are the kids doing? Right. Are the kids all right? Yeah. <laughs> um. There probably is. I can't think of it right now. But I'm trying to. Um. No, nah, I can't. I can't really think of anything. No. No. What has happened to you? Oh no. Okay. I, Have you heard? Older, I get excited older every music, time. Older music that you're like, what were they doing? Not completely. What were they doing? There's things that I don't like, yeah. but um, it's not unlistenable. It's not something I can't find value in. Okay. Like personally, Bob Dylan, I don't like his voice very much. Yeah. But every time I hear someone cover one of his songs, it's really great. Same thing with Grateful Dead. Okay. Um, Grateful Dead. I don't particularly enjoy. I like some of their songs, but then Counting Crows did a cover. A bunch of people have covered their songs that are so good. Hmm. And they're doing the same song, they're just performing it differently. Hmm. Makes me like it. Um, I'm just thinking when I was talking about college, I guess college is when I listen to music with people. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, um, So, but it was like, um, still like '90s music. I like the night, like the cranberries. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know. Don't have any particular to say about it. Just that's that's probably another time. But yeah. also in the car listening, or on my friend's, you know, nice music system. Right. It's funny. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about what are the albums that are important to me, and they're all albums that you and that you guys introduced to me that are from oh, the really? 90s. No Need to Argue is really important to me. Really? I think um, August and Everything After, 
was really important to me. Hmm. So I wonder if because you heard them when you were little, like in mm-hmm. the background, maybe. Yeah, but then again, like um, I don't like Jason Mraz, mm. and Mom used to play Jason Mraz a lot. Yeah, and and same thing with uh, No Doubt and Gwen Stefani. Not really oh, a yeah. fan of. Yeah, but Mom used to listen to that a lot. Huh. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, you could see why No Need to Argue would be very personal to someone because of how it's it's disgustingly emotional it's like <laughs> it's embarrassing I, i'm embarrassed by how much i like it i have lots of music that i'm embarrassed yes yeah. yeah. um what did what do you do you know anything about the what happened at the travis scott concert no just what i heard in the news but i've realized that um um yeah i i don't know I you don't, don't have know. any you don't have a hot take or any takeaways from it? No, because what I was going to say is I realized that, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience of like knowing, knowing personally about a story and then you, mm-hmm. you hear it in the news and if they get all these things wrong. Right. So that's, that's what I've just been seeing that lately. Like, wow. You know, um, I saw that recently with something else um, that the, what you can get in a, 30 second, you know, thing on the evening news or something, it's like, doesn't really tell you anything because so much right. of it is wrong. Right. But, um, it just, it just seems like, um, his fan base is bad at acting appropriately, I guess. That's, I, that's a good, I think, <laughs> seems like all, probably seems like, I know that's why they have security at concerts yeah. is for the fans because fans get drunk or the music really moves them mm-hmm. and they have to go crazy. Yeah. And what I've heard is that they did not have the security infrastructure that most huge tours have. Oh, really? And that's why this happened. Hmm. Um, similar thing happened at a Rolling Stone concert. Yeah. And it was the same exact thing. Not as many people died because they had security. Okay. But the crowd was rushing up. Okay. People were getting taken up in the the, the waves mm-hmm. and were getting stepped on mm-hmm. and injured. Nobody... I think someone died, but... Um, then the security came and calmed things down. Well, does... Yeah, and, and, and then the artist needs to stop, probably, right? Right. He just stop performing, and then people probably... And he didn't. He never stopped. Travis Scott didn't? Yeah, I don't... Well, videos I've seen of people on the edge of the stage, this girl, Travis Scott's, you know, right there, mm-hmm. and there's someone behind her being cared for. Stop the show! There's, someone is dying here, please! No, and nothing happens. Really? So... You know, who knows? There's there's a way to explain lots of things, but I don't want to immediately go and say, he didn't care, he knew, but... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Limp Biscuit just got back together for a new album. Did you know that? No. It's very good. It's yeah. so Biscuit. <laughs> it's like, what the way that you... Whatever you think about Limp Biscuit, that's yeah. what it is. Wow. It sounds like it came from the, that... How would you even know that? What do you mean? You were I born. Like you were born in the year two thousand one. No, I know, but I've listened to the old albums, and they sound really exactly the same. Wow, you've really done your research. So, well, I'm not into Limp Bizkit. Yeah. But I've listened to old stuff, and it sounds the same. Huh. It's just as good. Wow. If you could get an album mm-hmm. from a retired act, mm-hmm. who would you choose? Hmm. This is the think... longest podcast we've done so far. Oh, by really? The way, so this is pretty good. Wow. Um, I don't think I would care to. Um, like I, I know the Eagles came to my mind, but they did like get back together and put out an album. I think so. Um, I I think I don't think anybody because I think music is so of its time. Mm-hmm. It's like. They were there at a specific time. Now somebody else is here doing something different. Um, I could see like wanting to go back and see a concert of um, 
so, somebody that's dead and gone or something. Mm. Um, I can see doing that, but as far as putting out something new, I think it's, I think it's hard to put out music. Mm-hmm. I think it's even like the the greats struggle with it. So if they were going to put out something new, they it might be really hard, and they might not be able to do it. You know, I think it's like, yeah, you know, Johnny Cash comes to mind. Yeah, he got dropped from his record label after putting out records that didn't sell very well. Really? Johnny Cash huh. got dropped from his label. Interesting. And then Rick Rubin came along. Yeah. And recorded an album with him, and that's where that they recorded um. Hurt, Hurt the Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay. And that's, I mean, you think of, I guess I'm I'm, I would assume people my age, I do when I think of Johnny Cash, I think of that song. Hmm. And I think of Hangover because in Hangover, the Asian guy sang that. It's actually Hangover too. Hmm. He sang it at at karaoke. It was very funny. He sang Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> very funny. And an Asian accent. It's like it's really good. Who would you like to see? Would, would, is there a band you'd like to see put out a new album? Oh. Because, uh, like, what would it be? It would be... Okay, um... It, I mean, is what came to my mind first and not at the yeah. top of the list, but I'm really... Bishop Gunn, they did... Um, I found them because they, they do the song for the Theo Vaughn podcast. Hmm. But, um... They put out this album. It's, it was really popular. Um... They went and opened for the Rolling Stones on a tour. Hmm. Got an argument, broke up. <laughs> Seems like oh, such a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Like, you've only done one album. You only. It seems like you're going to get better from here once you right. get in the rhythm of things. Right. So, and now, and the Rolling Stones like you, right. apparently. I well, that's know. a good answer then, because they didn't really... They were just they getting started. They never hit their stride. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that... I'm trying to think of one. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. And then I thought Dead Kennedys for a second, but who knows what they would have to say that would annoy me. Because <laughs> what All happened right. with them was um, Jello left the band or something, and the record label screwed him over and said, hey, you left the band, so... We still have the band, which means we have the music. So we can get a new frontman to sing your songs. Jello wrote all those songs. Hmm. And that's what they do now. Hmm. There's a band called the Dead Kennedys mm-hmm. that's totally different guys and that go around and sing their songs. Wow. And the record label makes money and Jello doesn't. Wow. So. Um, okay, this is the last question I ask everybody this question. Hmm. You could make one album mandatory listening for everybody on their eighteenth birthday. Mm. What would it be? Hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't feel a desire to do that because, to me, it's. You know, um, people like what they like, and I don't. You know, I think people will. Um, discover like it's never been easier to kind of discover what you like so Mm -hmm. you can um, do that Um, maybe be a Christian album um, with like good theology in it so they would get saved what do you think the best Christian album is hmm Um, don't say anything by the newsboys I will kill everyone. <laughs> Everybody die. Um, I like that rapper, um, Shy Lin. Yeah, he's Maybe pretty good. from him. NF is pretty good. But know, his, his music is a little too personal to be a Christian album. Okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. For his, um, albums I really, really like. I like, um, I really like Heavier Things, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And what else do I like? Oh, oh, um, Counting Crows. Um, they have a live album, live live across a wire. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a two CD set when we had CDs. Yeah. Um, and that's a really good one. Um, do you have a favorite Billy Joel album? Can huh. I guess? Yeah. The Stranger. The Stranger. Um, 
Because that might be my favorite. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember what's on that besides The Stranger. What's on that besides... I think only The Good Die Young might be on yeah. there. See, I'm thinking 52nd Street. That was the first one I, I heard. Um, and... Um, I really like that one. Um, but... Um, I mean, Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Okay, that's a good Moving out, Vienna. Only the good day young, like I said. Okay. Mm. What else? Nothing don't skip else. over any. Oh, I was skipping over the ones that I don't like. No, well, no, I don't know. Well, I might know them. Okay, I mean, moving I, out. Of course, I'll know them. Stranger, that. just the way you are. Mm-hmm. Scenes from an Italian restaurant, Vienna. Only the good day young. She's always a woman. Mm-hmm. Get it right the first time. Yeah. Everybody has a dream. And then the reprise of oh. Stranger. I really like Get It Right the First Time. And I really like Everybody Has a Dream. I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't recognize those those names. Yeah, you might not have heard them. I mean, they weren't really popular, I don't think. But um, probably 52nd Street. But um, I mean, I don't listen to Billy Joel anymore. It's it's like, um, you know, you move on. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who, had, uh, who used Billy Joel for a senior quote moved on. Yeah, I mean, that was in high school, but now I'm... Uh, now I'm 40... Senior quote is really important. Not to be wasted in Billy Joel lyric, I think. Well, I don't... that was me at that time. <laughs> that was me at that time. I guess so. You know. Okay, I got a game for you. This is called... Marilyn or Charles. So I was okay. thinking about Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. Uh, Marilyn Manson and Charles Manson. Marilyn Manson. So... Um, the heavy metal. Okay, got it. Guy. I'm thinking of Marilyn Monroe, but she's not involved in this at all. No. Okay. Well, he took that part of the name from her. Yes. Because um, he wants to break gender roles and. Oh, okay. I'm not, he did a whole. He did a, he did a whole thing where he wore the suit, made him look like he was naked, but had no genitalia, and he had green hair, like red hair. Hmm. Pretty cool stuff. Sounds I realize funny. they both say the same garbage, meaningless stuff. Oh. Nihilistic, um, hmm. stuff that is meaningless. Okay. It's almost indistinguishable. Wow. You and, thought of this yourself? Yes. Wow. So, um, I'm going to give you a quote. Some of these are obvious. Okay. But I've only got one, two, three. I've only got, I got 11 quotes here. Okay. And you just tell me, Charles or Marilyn. Okay. Look down at me, and I'm tempted to do voices, but that might confuse things too much. Yeah, it's going to throw me off. Look down at me, and you see a fool. Look up at me, and you see a god. Look straight at me, see yourself. Oh, wow. That sounds like Charles to me. Ding, ding, ding. That's one point. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to keep track of the points? Because yes. I, I don't know if I'll get it right. I'm expecting to get these all right. And if, if you get it wrong, I get a point. Okay. So I'll do my fingers for my points. Okay. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Do you feel like the wolf, like wolf kebab Roth vantage? Gifranis, bouge, push, boo, jujube, bear rampa, ramage, gigi, gigi, gija, gible, google, bijab, flaggle, vaggle, vintage, waggle, back. Charles. Yes. Okay. When all of your wishes are granted, many of your dreams will be destroyed. That, that's going to be a Maryland. Yes. I'm doing very well. Yes. Three for three. You've got to realize you're the devil as much as you're God. Oh, Charles. Wow, you're very good at this. Mm. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying, though, about them being a similar vein of garbage, trash? It's not easy. We live in a society of victimization where people are much more comfortable being victimized than actually standing up for themselves. Marilyn. Yeah. So I think a good... Well, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Give it away. A lot of people don't want to make their own decisions. They're too scared. It's much easier to be told what to do. Marilyn. Wow, you're very good at this. <laughs> Did you look at these beforehand? No. Animals shouldn't be hunted and nature shouldn't be disturbed, even destroyed, to benefit the whims of mankind. Ooh, that's a tough one. Marilyn. Wrong, Charles. Darn it. So he did say some good things. That's, I literally, I, 
What? I was looking up Charles Manson quotes, yeah. and someone wrote an article like, Charles Manson quotes that actually make you think about things, man, <laughs> that are actually like true, dude. Wait, and that was one of them. We shouldn't, we shouldn't hunt animals. And nature should not be disturbed. Aren't yes. we a part of nature? Like, yeah, so why are you saying that's a good thing? No, I'm not, the article set did. Oh, okay. I was making a, making a funny. Okay, so hold up a finger. Oh, that's me. Yeah. I'm Jesus Christ, whether you want to accept it or not, I don't care. Charles. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not a masochist. I'm simply trying to enjoy what I do because otherwise there's no point. Marilyn. Wow. That's great. Yeah, you got that right. Mm. So, uh, for, uh, if you're keeping a running tally, mm. that's uh, eight so, for dad, one for me. Yeah. But what's real? You can't find the truth. You just pick the lie that you like best. Charles. Wrong. That's Marilyn Manson. Darn it. Leave me in a room with some crayons and I'll draw on the wall. Charles. Wrong again. No, I was, I was last minute asking, like, that's Marilyn. Yeah. Darn it. Okay. Okay, so you won. Yeah. Very good. Eight. I, I think the key difference, mm-hmm. and you see this particularly, it's striking in uh, Marilyn Manson, uh, Bill O'Reilly interviewed him. Mm-hmm. How well-spoken Marilyn Manson is. Mm. It, mm-hmm. What he says makes no sense. But he's very educated. Yeah. I mean, he sounds like super intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the main difference. There's main difference. Also, he, more modern themes, right? Like modern mm-hmm. themes of victimization, I think. or Identity. He's against bullying, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I really... It's got to be really it's... weird to really tempt people to bully him. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. right. Well, I guess he's. Try- I guess he's saying I'm being myself, and yes, this is what I am inside, man. Yes, it's. It is funny that people that are like, I'm literally Satan, are like, don't bully people. Oh, and, you know, it's really weird mixture. It is. It is weird. <laughs> you know. Right. I hate war. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very Satan of you. Yeah, not very Satan. Like, okay, so. I'm really embarrassed that you beat me. And uh, <laughs> do you have any um, final words for the Kevin? Basically, he's the only one who's gonna hear this. Oh, okay. Um, no, but this was fun to do. Okay. Shake hands. Goodbye. 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 Do you like my hat? I do not like your hat. <laughs> <laughs>